CanadianEvergreen.com is your trusted news source for all things green, offering up-to-date news and stories from Canada's booming cannabis industry. Content you can trust from Black Press Media. PQ Beat is the official podcast of the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Peter McCulley. Today, we welcome Susanna Newton, the Executive Director of the SOS, the Society of Organized Services. Thanks for joining us today, Susanna. Thank you, Peter. Thanks for having me. Lovely to be here. How did the holiday season go for the SOS? I know lots of families were accessing funds and gifts that were donated at the Tynamara Toy Drive. You're right there. Seems like a long time ago now, the Christmas season. But certainly the Tynamara Toy Drive was hugely successful for us. It was lovely to be in person again at that breakfast. Just so many people. It was a great event. But certainly as far as toys, gift cards and other donations, we did excellent. It was very good. Affordability issues are everywhere these days. Prices are up and folks are having a tougher time. Have you seen an increased demand in those looking for help from the SOS? We have. Right from Christmas, our numbers were higher for adults and children and overall in households. So that was certainly an increase. And then obviously with inflation, lack of affordable housing, all of those are what our clients are struggling with and our participants. So certainly needs are up and we anticipate that to keep going forward as well. It just seems like a couple of years ago, the SOS celebrated their 50th anniversary. So I don't understand how this is the 55th anniversary this year, but I'm sure you have some special events planned to mark the occasion. Yes, we do. Incredible. We are always about reflection. So we look back on where we have come from. 1968, three women sat around a kitchen table and looked at the needs in the community school children going hungry, seniors not being connected, needing help. We have come a long way since then, but certainly the needs are still there. And yes, our 55th anniversary year, we're going to celebrate our thrift shop, which was started in 1969, has been our solid funding space since that time. We're going to celebrate our volunteers. We have 200 volunteers at this point, not quite up to what we were pre-COVID, but we're getting there. We have 70 staff between our community service centers and the thrift shop. And then we have a couple of other sort of markable occasions. Our Meals on Wheels is coming up 50 years. Our new thrift shop location is coming up 20 years. So we have a lot to celebrate. Are you planning any anniversary events this year? As far as anniversary events, focusing on the 55 years, our AGM this year, we're hoping to build it into a little bit more of an event, have a a keynote speaker, and we're very excited about that aspect of it. AGMs on their own aren't generally that exciting, but with a good speaker, we hope to make that an event. In September, we're definitely going to acknowledge our 20th anniversary in the thrift shop. So certainly for our thrift shop customers, that's something to look forward to. I understand you're also hosting other events this year as well. That's correct. Certainly with these events, we hope to focus on maybe residents that haven't connected with us in the past. We have a free learning series that we're running every quarter. So April, we hope to have another one. 
we have our throwback game night on Thursday, March the 9th, which is really targeting the XYZ generations. That's 25 to 55-year-olds. The event is something to engage this age group, put on some fun events that promote healthy social interactions and interpersonal connections, and start a conversation about what community issues they're interested in. So this particular one, Throwback Game Night, will have a couch co-op, retro gaming consoles, big screens, board games, mocktails, and snacks. Definitely something to look forward to. To target our youth residents in our community, we're having a teen shopping event on May the 3rd at the thrift shop. So that's really giving our youth something to enjoy, specifically just for them, gives them an opportunity to buy clothing or home decor or whatever they might be needing. You can get everything from our thrift shop. It's a special event, fun prizes, food. So we're really looking forward to that as well. Sounds like you're making events a focus this year. Is there a particular reason for that? Yeah, really just to reach out and let the residents know that, yes, big part of the work we do is towards residents who need financial support or programming or counseling, those many programs that we offer, but also just enhancing everybody's lives in our community and making those connections. Coming out of COVID, we really want to get back to what it used to be like. And hopefully by providing other opportunities for connecting, we're attracting maybe people who haven't connected with SOS in the past, as well as new residents. We know there's lots of new residents to this area and the Parksville Qualicamal area just keeps growing. Well, I'm all for getting back to the way the things were. We've talked about the anniversary and SOS being around for 55 years. What does the future of SOS look like? On a bit of a sad note, one of our last remaining founding member, Edith Chamberlain, passed away in November last year. But she certainly had great vision, and that's what we're still focused on, looking at the needs in our community. We really are able to be flexible with that and stay current with what is happening in our own community. We're not governed by another organization, so... That certainly gives us lots of opportunities. COVID did impact us heavily. Some of our programs weren't able to operate. Our Seniors Connecting came online last year, and we're just going to keep growing that group. So there's certainly those programs that were on hold that we're excited about being back on track and being able to offer to local residents. Just connecting with the community is what we're about. How can folks support the SOS and help those programs continue? Many ways to support us. Certainly, we're always very appreciative of financial support. Our thrift shop is our main funding source, but we don't rely on government funding. So the rest of the financial support comes from our community. So we greatly appreciate that. Our thrift shop is our main funding source, as I said, and certainly we have outstanding support people who donate to us. So the donations that come in that we're able to then sell and support the programming that we do. Our customers, we have definitely a following. So we appreciate them very much. 
that's a great way to support us. We like to think that everything that comes in at the back door and goes out the front door is certainly something that we're doing for the environment and recycling efforts so that less goes to the landfill. We're really appreciative of that. And our volunteers, we couldn't do any of this without our volunteers. We are in need of more volunteers. We haven't reached our pre-COVID volunteer numbers. We used to have 350 volunteers and we're down still around 200. Lots of opportunities for volunteering and their support is so critical. They really are the foundation of the organization. So many ways to support us financially through the thrift shop or volunteering time. So shout out to our volunteers. We love you guys. Thank you for supporting us. And thank you to the community for their support. Susanna, thanks for being with us today. Thank you, Peter. Always a pleasure. Susanna Newton, the Executive Director of the SOS, the Society of Organized Services, celebrating their 55th anniversary this year. That's this edition of PQ Beat. If you have comments or suggestions, we'd like to hear from you. You'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com. Discover what's happening around our province with todayinbc.com. Sign up today to get the latest news right to your inbox and never miss the news that's important to you and your family. From community news in your neighborhood to what's happening in our province, your source for daily news is todayinbc.com.